Hi, I'm PJ and welcome to House Daily. It's great to be with you again today and I hope you're all well. Whatever um, situation you're in at the moment, I'm I'm so aware. Um, I have many friends who've been furloughed, who um, are in tough situations at the moment, who maybe run their own businesses and just really struggling or maybe you're trying to survive how to look after your kids or maybe you work um, in medical profession and life is all crazy and different um just my heart and prayer goes out to you all um i hope actually in in this season you are being able to be rooted in god and what he's doing um and just to to raise again um as a church we started something called crisis care team and uh, just team to be able to um support um one another support our community um through all that this situation is going to throw at us and maybe you're able to be involved and help in that and that can be from just um calling people making sure people stay connected and don't feel so isolated or being able to practically help financially help many different ways or maybe you just need that support as well um really encourage you to head to our, our website to find out more but actually as a church we just want to be um a place of support a place of unity a place of encouragement uh, in this time when many of us are going to be uh, suffering and struggling uh, for different reasons and so do head to that um, but today we're just going to continue um, to dig into scripture together to journey together um, as we go through scripture to learn from it for today and for, for our lives and we're going through the book of Ruth which is an amazing book in the Old Testament about this really ordinary uh, family in some ways and how God just uses them incredibly to tell this amazing story of redemption which is just such a prophetic story for, for Jesus to come thousands of years later and so um, if you've got your Bible to open it and we've, we've just had that that glimpse into the beginning of the story just now setting the scene of what's going on and it's we're now getting to the the, the what next and so in when chapter one of Ruth we're going from verse eight through to verse 14 today so Ruth chapter one starting at verse eight then Naomi said to her two daughters-in-law go back each of you to your mother's home May the Lord show you kindness as you have shown kindness to your dead husbands and to me. May the Lord grant that each of you will find rest in your home of another husband. Then she kissed them goodbye and they wept aloud and said to her, We will go back with you and to your people. But Naomi said, Return home, my daughters. Why would you come with me? Am I going to um, have any more sons who could become your husbands? Return home, my daughters. I am too old to have another husband. And even if I thought I was still hope for me, even if I had a husband tonight and then gave birth to sons, would you wait until they grew up? Would you remain unmarried for them? No, my daughters. It is more bitter for me than for you, because the Lord's hand has turned against me. At this they wept aloud again. Then Orpha kissed her mother-in-law goodbye. But Ruth clung to her. And so um, just to set the scene a bit again, these this this family, um, they've lost, uh, Naomi's lost her husband, she's lost her two sons and is left with these two daughters-in-law, Orpha and Naomi, and uh, they're in this foreign land. And um, But they hear when that, that the Lord has come back to Judah. And so they they want to return. They get all their stuff, they get ready, and they, they go. And on that journey of Going back, Naomi turns and says to her daughter-in-law, you don't need to come. 
actually it's going to be really bad for you to come. And, and in the, the social situation they're in, it, it would have been really bad because they were both Orpha and Ruth weren't Israelites. They were foreign and they were unmarried. They were basically the bottom of the, the pecking order in, in many ways. And, and the rules around remarriage and all these sort of things, they were, they were, they're outcasts. There was, there was really no hope for them at all in, in coming back. And so, and Naomi knows they're basically going to be homeless. They're going to be scrounging for food. That it's no way to live. And so she releases them in essence from their family ties and says, go back to your, your mother's homes, remarry, start a new life again. And they, they weep. They're in this time of real sorrow and hurt. Um, and then they both make a different decision. Orpah goes back and Ruth doesn't um, and it's in a real tough situation where Naomi is, is really struggling and grieving and she says that that really hurtful sad line in verse 13 where she said the Lord's hand has turned against me and I don't know about you but maybe you've had that honest really honest thought over the last couple of weeks uh, maybe some real hardship has hit you loss of loved ones lost your job, been furloughed, struggling financially or just struggling with build-up of work or whatever it is. And maybe not quite the Lord's hand is against me or just frustration towards God. Why, God, why this? What on earth have you done? Where on earth have you gone? Um, they're honest, really true, honest prayers. Uh, the Psalms are, are full of laments, songs of, of grief and upset where they basically just go, why God, why this? Where have you gone? What have you done? And they're honest. And to be honest, they're probably really honest prayers of what we're saying at the moment in terms of our current situation with the virus, with the impact it's having on our, our own lives, our, our work, our families, our friends, um, they're real honest prayers and it's an honest place for the church to be to basically go why God and recognize as well that God is also lamenting God is also grieving for what is going on in our world he is with us in that pain and in that hurt and it's a real honest place to be and to rest um but just I'm reminded in, in what Na uh, what Ruth does, uh, her response is to cling, to cling to Naomi. It reminds me of the story of the prodigal son in the New Testament and uh, how the, the father runs to meet his son who's coming and, and hugs him, embraces him. And there's that amazing painting and, and sculpture by a guy called Charlie Mackersley. It's that of that, that embrace between the father and son. And in this moment in our story, Ruth clings to Naomi. There is that I am with you. I am here in your hurt and in your pain. And it's, it's, it's that's the message we're getting from the prodigal son. Is, is the father, God the father, clinging to his children. I am here. I am with you no matter where you go. And at the end of Matthew's gospel in Matthew 28, 20, when he says, surely I will be with you to the very ends of the age. We have that that promise of even if we feel like God has deserted us, even if we feel like the world and everything is against us and there's no way out, we have that sure promise that God is with us. And that doesn't change our situation. Actually, our situation is still full of hurt and full of grief and full of struggle. But somehow that confidence of knowing that God is there, he's clung to us 
brings us some stability. And we we can look ahead in the story of Ruth and, and, and Naomi and see what God does in their obedience and faithfulness to return to the land. And he does amazing things through them. And hindsight's a really annoying thing. And it's a really annoying thing people say when we're struggling is, oh, God will work things all to our good and it'll be okay in the end. And God will do a great thing. And, and even though we know that's true, actually, that wrestling and hurt and pain and crying is also important. And knowing the God that suffered on Good Friday and and wept for the loss of his friends and wept for his people when he entered the, uh, Jerusalem on Palm Sunday. Knowing we have a God that also grieves and mourns is just and clings with us is just as important as knowing that he'll work all things for the good of those that love him. Actually, knowing we have a God that grieves and mourns and laments with us is just as important. Let me pray. God, thank you that you are with us always. You're with us in the good and the bad of our life. Help us to know that you are near, even if we feel lost and abandoned and isolated, not just from other people, but from you. Help us to remember that you are there, that you're with us in our pain and in our grief. And you know that so personally. And may we take comfort in knowing that. Fill us of your spirit for today, Lord. Amen. I hope you have a good day, whatever entails. Be safe, be church, keep washing your hands.